This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Some of the largest agricultural groups in the nation have offered their thoughts in a Supreme Court case that could have big implications for producers. The high court is set to hear arguments later this year in a case brought by a pair of Idaho landowners that questions the reach of the Clean Water Act. In an amicus brief filed this week, 14 ag groups said they want to see the high court address the wetlands determination issue as well as reinstate a 2006 court decision led by former Justice Antonin Scalia. Steve Davies has a deeper look at the brief in his story on agripulse.com. WOTUS was one of several issues discussed on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers. Our Hannah Pegel takes a look at some of the E15 discussion in this week's episode. An Iowa Republican says biofuels education can help move a permanent E15 policy forward. Representative Randy Feenstra spoke on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers. He says in order to move any legislation forward, more lawmakers need to get on board. Every family, every business, they're feeling these high gas prices. I hear this going around to all 39 of my counties that, you know, everybody's like, what can you do? Well, very quickly, we have the capacity through biofuels, ethanol, and biodiesel to lower this price very quickly. And that's a lot, a lot of my colleagues, just like Sherry Bustos is saying on the Democrat side or Congresswoman Craig. Uh, but now we have to act. And I think us Midwesterners uh, in Congress, we all get it. But it's unfortunate that the people on the Ag Committee on the East Coast and West Coast are, are not conducive, are not uh, singing the same song. A biofuels energy leader says pushing for legislation is not the only way to go about finding a long-term solution. Renewable Energy Association CEO Jeff Cooper says they are exploring policy alternatives. It would be a heavy lift to get legislation through that would resolve this permanently in the law. Uh, we, of course, are going to look for opportunities to move that sort of legislation uh, mo- most likely or more likely as part of some bigger package that might grow legs and, and run. But we're left with other options as well. There's a, currently an effort amongst uh, eight or nine governors here in the Midwest. They have certain rights under the Clean Air Act to establish RVP parity in their own states that would allow summertime E15 sales. So there are some other approaches that are being explored. Legislation would be the cleanest, but that's not the only way to to do this. You can hear more from Feenstra and Cooper in their newsmaker interviews on agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pegel. Finally today, congressional leaders are gearing up to welcome some of the most influential figures in the beef industry to Capitol Hill. House Ag Committee Chair David Scott confirmed this week that the CEOs of the so-called Big Four of Cargill, Tyson, JBS, and National Beef will testify before the panel in a hearing later this month. That comes after years of concerns about pricing practices and producer profitability. Committee Republican Vicki Hartzler says she wants to press the four leaders on questions of fairness for beef producers. There's a lot of concern that they're uh, profiting greatly off of their box beef sales, and yet the growers are uh, not even, you know, meeting expenses. And so uh, to explore their rationale for uh, giving them such a low uh, cost on their cattle and uh, also just talk about if, you know, their um, workforce, if that has been an issue, um, their ability to to have adequate shackle space uh, to meet demand and, uh, you know, what they see going into the future is the challenges and how they're going to address the, the demand. 
The hearing is scheduled to take place one day after the Senate Agriculture Committee marks up the Cattle Price Discovery and Transparency Act. That legislation has been championed by a pair of committee Republicans and would institute regional cash trade mandates in the beef industry. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for the latest on those hearings and for developments in the beef industry's efforts to improve price discovery. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm and ranch families care about their communities. Through the Harvest for All program, Farm Bureau donated the equivalent of 30.5 million meals in 2021. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.